안녕하세요. Good morning, good morning, my dear brothers and sisters, clergy and ambassador for peace. 안녕하십니까. On our last one week, I just captured at the New York Hotel. I really have a longing heart to see my dear brothers and sisters. Today, I'd like to, to speak with the title, Giving Birth to the Heavenly World from the Contents Through Mother's Memoir. The title of this sermon is the last part of True Mother's Memoir. If you study for three days more, you will be able to finish all the contents of True Mother's Memoir. I sincerely thank Heavenly Parent for being able to study all the contents of True Mother's Memoir before True Mother come to America. I'd like to invite the Heavenly Honey, please read. Over the decades, I have kept a particular photograph close to my heart. When I close my eyes, I can clearly see it. It is of a woman with a little girl on her back holding the Korean flag. It was taken in the market of Anju, my hometown. The woman's face, face is flush with desperation, and it looks as if she wants to grab onto someone and plead her difficult situation. The images of my maternal grandmother, Jo Wan Mo, carrying her daughter, my mother, Hong Sune, on her back, as she took part in the independence movement on the first day of March in 1919. My maternal uncle used to tell me stories as we looked at that photo. Unfortunately, we did not bring it with us when we fled the North. It is probably safe somewhere in my hometown. And there was a very similar photograph of Grandmother Joe waving the Korean flag. But this one was taken August 15th, 1945. And in that photo, it is me she is carrying on her back. This time, her face is filled with joy and she looks ready to embrace everyone she meets. Her expressions in those two photos contrast the sorrow of losing one's nation with the joy of gaining it back. Our sorrow over having lost God's world is soon to transform into the joy of gaining it back. As you know already, the motto of True Mother's lifelong faith was what her grandmother said. True Mother always lived with the, the words, your father is God in her heart. I think, uh, you know, mother really, that is her motto is always give her incredible strength and power. God is my father. No matter in any kind of a situation, she absolutely keep her motto. God is my father. And true mother's 
lifelong wish was how to relieve the sorrow of God who lost everything due to the fall of man. It is to build the kingdom of God that is Chan Ilgu. So mother's motto and wish of faith should become the motto and wish of our faith. The path is the shortcut to becoming a child of God. And today, uh, let's study through Mother's Speech World Summit 2020, February 4, 2020, very much related to today's through Mother's Speech. Please. For the past 6,000 years, humanity has been like orphans, parentless. Humans have been living in a self-centered way, so they could not see the whole and thus have been creating many problems. Today's climate issue is one of these problems. If we leave this as it is, what is going to happen? The earth would have no future. Even now, if we can become one in attending our heavenly parent, ask for the, his wisdom and enable him to work, we can restore the earth to the beautiful state from when God created it. Let us ask God, how can we do that? Please guide us and we will do as you say. I wish to encourage this kind of movement. All nations' problems are the same. If those in every nation become our heavenly parents' children, no more wars or conflicts will arise. No longer will we have large and small countries. We are learning many lessons from the coronavirus outbreak. Heaven will not bless human beings' self-centeredness. The only way to receive heaven's mercy and love is to become one with true mother, the only begotten daughter who will guide you to the creator, our heavenly parent. Distinguished guests and leaders here today, now we know who God, the creator is. We also know what the mission of the Messiah is. Now, what must we do? What do we need to do? We need to take the path to become true filial sons, filial daughters, and patriots in front of our heavenly parent. Please remember, that is the only way and the shortest path to solve all the problems of the world today. That all of you who have gathered at this world summit will be leading players who realize heavenly parents dream and humanity's wish of creating the kingdom of heaven on earth by saving the world through peace is my hope. Thank you, Heavenly Honey. Living divine principle, the life of dual characteristics. Today, my brothers and sisters, I'd like to talk very important thing, how to apply the principle of dual characteristics to our daily life. Please listen carefully. For example, a human being is composed of an outer form, the body, and an inner quality, <clears throat> the mind. Here, 
Mind is the internal nature and body is the external form. Since the body may be understood as a second mind, together they constitute the dual characteristics of a human being. Similarly, all beings exist through the reciprocal relationships between their dual characteristics of internal nature and external form. Thank you. Now, how do you apply the principle of dual characteristics to your life? Not every word should be left as a theory or dogma. When the word of divine principle is connected with my life, I gain strength and incredible power. The life of dual characteristics. God possesses dual characteristics of internal nature, which is a songsang, and external form, which is a hyongsang. God possesses dual characteristics of yang and yin. The relationship between God and me is the relationship of internal nature and external form and the relationship of yang and yin is the relationship between body and mind. If God is internal nature, I am external form. If God is the mind, I am the body. Also, if God is yang and I am yin, as the body is the second mind, I am second God. Therefore, if God and I are in the relationship of dual characteristics, God and I are in an inseparable relationship. Dual characteristics have an eternally inseparable relationship. A life of forming a relationship with God to the level where God is me and I am God is the life of dual characteristics. What does dual characteristics mean? It is an inseparable relationship. You cannot separate your mind and body, right? Where there is a mind, there is a body. Where there is a body, there is a mind. So mind and body is inseparable relationship, which is uh, the relationship of the dual characteristics. So same things, you cannot separate between your mind and body. Same things, you cannot separate between God and yourself. Where there is a God, there is you. Where there is you, there is a God. That's why dual character, the relationship of dual characteristics means inseparable relationship, no matter what. Cannot separate forever. That's why I often say, this is not just only normal destiny. This is what? Unchanging destiny. I can say absolute destiny. Cannot separate. You cannot separate your mind and body. You cannot separate, okay, and God and yourself. Why? According to divine principle, 
between human being and God is the relationship of the dual characteristics. Dual characteristics means what? You cannot separate. Inseparable relationship forever. So all beings exist through the reciprocal relationship between their dual characteristics of internal nature and external form. So my brother senses, am I living a life of dual characteristics? Since all beings are in a relationship of dual characteristics with me, or you are me and I am you, relationship of dual characteristics must be formed. So my relationship with God, relationship of dual characteristics. Do you have the, uh, you know, the, 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 the relationship of dual characteristics with God? It means, do you have inseparable relationship with God? Not just only externally, internally, and artistically, do you have the dual characteristics of relationship with God? It means, do you have inseparable relationship with God? That's why I really love the principle dual characteristics. This is my most favorite divine principle content. God is the root of my life, a love and heart and blood lineage. God is my eternal true teacher. He is my eternal true parents. He is my eternal owner or master. Cannot separate. Inseparable relationship. If I go to hell of the hell, nobody follow me. Even may, my, maybe my physical father and mother, even my physical, my spouse and children cannot follow me. But only one person follow me. Stay with me forever. Because of what? Because of the dual characteristics. The relationship of the dual characteristics cannot separate mind and body, cannot separate between God and me. God is the root of my life. God is the root of the, my heart and my blood lineage. <coughs> he is my eternal daddy. Maybe for the time being, you do not believe in God, you do not trust God, do not accept He's your Father. But someday, this is eternal truth. Someday, maybe someone 1,000 years later, someone 6,000 years later, someday in your, in your life of the eternity, someday, definitely you realize that. God is my eternal daddy. God is my eternal parent. He is my eternal teacher. 
spirits guiding me through my conscience. Every second, every time, when I do something wrong, and they immediately tell me through my conscience, God up here, please don't go that way. Not only that, he is my eternal owner. He asked me responsible for. Wow, this is the fundamental truth. What is the truth of the truth? What is the fundamental truth? Between God and me, parent and child relationship. What does a parent and child relationship mean? Inseparable relationship. According to you know, terminology of divine principle word, the relationship of dual characteristics cannot separate. Then we need to live, we need to uh, reflect on ourselves. Do I have that kind of the you know dual characteristic relationship with God or not? Do I have really that kind of the inseparable relationship with God or not? Dual, the principle of dual characteristic, not just kinds, looks like a kind of the word of the like a philosophy. No. Very much relate to my daily life. My relationship with other people. Relationship of dual characteristics. I must form brother and sister relationship with everybody I meet. Whoever it may be, I should serve him or her as a saint like I serve God. So I need to build up the relationship with my brothers and sisters and the relationship of the dual characteristics. I need to create inseparable relationship with my brothers and sisters while I'm on the earth. Do you have the relationship of dual characteristics with your spouse, with your wife, with your husband? Really your relationship with your spouse kind of the inseparable relationship, which is the relationship of the dual characteristics? What do you think? Why, they, why the, the rate of the divorce and separation getting higher and higher and higher and increasing and increasing? They do not know. The relationship between husband and wife originally, according to God's point of view, according to divine principle point of view, should be the relationship of dual characteristics. Inseparable relationship. When you go to spiritual world, who live with you forever beside you? Not your physical father and mother, not your physical brothers and sisters, not even your own children. Who living with me as a pair forever? Who is that? Your spouse. Your spouse. That's why structure of the kingdom of heaven is what? Structure of the pair system. This is an eternal truth. 
That's why you need to build up the relationship with your spouse as the relationship of the dual characteristics, which is what? Inseparable relationship. Not only with your wife, with your brothers and sisters, with your children as well, with your neighbor as well. That's why whenever I meet someone, whenever I relate to with me somebody, even your neighbor, anyone you meet, you need to form the relationship of the dual characteristics. Inseparable relationship. Cannot forget you. Because I am so indebted to you. I cannot forget you in my life. I cannot forget because you are my father, because you are mother, you are because of my able, because you are my own brothers and sisters. I work together with you in my entire life forever. I cannot forget you. We need to build up that kind of the you know, relationship of the dual characteristics. My relationship with the universe, relationship of the dual characteristics. Since the universe is a museum of a love that complete, completes my emotion and a symbolic substantial object partner that resembles God. Whenever I deal with the universe, I must treat it as a holy things, as I, as I treat God's body. Each item of all things I need to treat as a holy item. You know, you need to build up that kind of the, uh, the relationship of dual characteristics with all things. When you buy your house, you need to love your house. You, when you enter your room, you need to love your room. When you touch anything of the, the item of all things, you need to build up the relationship of the dual characteristics, which is inseparable relationship. Wow, what I learned from Pro Father was the life of dual characteristics. I, because of this content, I join our Unification Church. I am so inspired. The relationship between God and me, inseparable. The relationship of dual characteristics cannot separate forever because he is my daddy, daddy. No matter what, I am son of God. I am really extremely grateful to our true parents. He is the one teaching me this principle. Your relationship should be the relationship of dual characteristics with God, inseparable. Mind and body, we cannot separate. Putin, husband and wife, originally cannot separate. Putin, parents and children, originally cannot separate. Wow! This is a fundamental truth. Which religion teaches us in such details? I think no one else. Only divine principle teaches us very clearly 
you know, many people struggle to learn about the dual, the 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 the, the principle of dual characteristics. What these kind of things? What how they relate to me? But today I explain to you how much powerful it is. Today's youth ministry, Jacob's cause. In the end, the one who serves will fulfill the superior person's mission. Jacob fulfilled the mission of the firstborn. If Esau and Jacob had become one centered on their mother, history would have been different. However, Jacob valued his mother and established his faith. But he was in conflict with his older brother. In this way, centered on one mother, we see the relationship of conflict between them. Even our lives centering on, uh, centering on one able, one central figure, we become neighbors, brothers, uh, brother, uh, brothers and enemies. If Jacob and Esau did not have the same parents, there's no possibility for them to have an enemy relationship. However, even though they have the same parents, they become enemies. If they have a different heart, even brothers and sisters in the same family become enemies if they have the different idea and principles. So who did Jesus call who is my brothers and sisters? Those who follow God's will, they are my brothers and sisters. That's why even though we physically, you are my father, you are my mother, you are my own brothers and sisters, you are my own children, my dear brothers and sisters. However, even though same family member, different thought, different understanding, different direction, then centering on God's point of view, they are your enemy. That's how to unite together. We need to really properly guide them. Fundamental truth. Just now I mentioned that. Who is God? Who is God? Everybody noticed the identity of the God. And then identity of my own self. Everybody can come together, unite together. That's why only divine principle is the best way to unite together. In the end, the one who serves to serves uh, will fulfill the superior person's mission. Jacob served his brother Esau well. The fact that the younger brother Jacob served his older brother Esau well means that Jacob fulfilled the elder son's mission. Even though he was in the position of the younger brother, in the end, the one who serves will fulfill the mission of the superior person. Parents fulfill their mission as parents through uh, giving birth to children, sacrificing for and running errands for their children. The fact that Jacob served his older brother Esau, even though he was in the position of his younger brother, means that the younger brother Jacob fulfilled the elder son's mission. From this point of view, 
It means that those who are served by others will eventually lose their blessings. This is the power of serving. If you have a humble heart and serve someone, actually you can get everything. You can inherit everything with your humble heart. And serving someone does not matter. Someone position higher than you, physically older than you, and in your, in your job place, he's like kind of the superior than you. Does not matter. Finally, who win in the end? Who will? Who win? The one who serves will fulfill the mission of the superior person. That is the power of serving. Do you know how to conquer God's heart? Do you know how to conquer true parents' heart? Do you know how to conquer your able's heart? Do you know how to conquer your kids' heart? What's the best method? Serving with a humble heart. Nobody defeated God. That's why Jesus came as the Messiah. Even though he came as the Messiah, he said, I came to serve, not to be served. Wow. That's why he inherited God's heart. That's why he conquered the heart of the all mankind. This is the power of serving. Ultimately, those who serve, those who truly care, take care of others, inherit everything. If you think about it from the Cain type point of view, it can be seen as the one who serves and takes everything away. We see that if we don't give thanks after receiving gift from someone, we end up losing the relationship. You have to give thanks one by one to the people who send you gift. But the more important the responsibility you have, the more difficult it is to search things as a result or relationship come to an end. That's why my position as a continental director, you know, our brother sends us sending some gift, this and that letter. Sometimes I cannot understand what are they talking about, or even though I read the content many, many times. So I try to reply to each one of them. Sometimes I might, because so many things come from all over the world. What can I do? At least I need to pray for them. At least I need to appreciate them. Can you imagine, you know, to send one letter, need to buy paper, card, and then prepare their heart to write down. It takes sometimes 10 minutes, sometimes 20 minutes. Can you imagine their effort? Their chongsong. If I ignore their chongsong, I lose everything. That's why I, even though I try to reply to them, try to call them, but more and more my job is busier, but at least, even though I cannot reply to them immediately, I need to pray 
I need to appreciate that. That's why relationship is very important. You know, if you do not reply, you lose your relationship. You do not appreciate, you will lose your relationship. For example, a husband who owes too much love to his wife, lose his place as her husband. Also, if a wife owes her husband a debt of love, she loses her position. If you are indebted in love, you lose your place. That's why even a relationship between husband and wife have to be careful. Oh, my husband love me, love me, love me, and then take it for granted. You do not give back to your husband. Finally, the relationship, you will lose the relationship. That's why when you receive something from your spouse, you need to return more than your spouse will love you. Otherwise, cannot maintain relationship between husband and wife. Give and receive. Understand what I mean? When you receive, you need to give back more. And then the other side wants to give back more. This is the reason how can keep the uh, relationship continuously. Therefore, to not all love. Therefore, to not all love. Therefore, to not all love. Because a person who is always indebted to love will deviate, deviate from their position. There is a possibility of being abandoned if things go wrong. Those who all love like this will one day will, uh, lose their place. This is an absolute rule or principle. Therefore, even couples should not all love them. Therefore, we must live by the rule of not being indebted to others. You must live with the principle that if you are indebted, you must pay it back. If you have been indebted, you must return it. Return it. If this principle of giving and receiving does not go well, all human relationship will come to an end. Sometimes, okay, between husband and wife, okay, but your relationship with your neighbor, with someone, Someone really give you a lot of things to you, but sometimes no opportunity, and you don't have time to give back to that person, then you need to love your uh, very your neighbor who relate to you. And then instead of that, you need to love your, your, your next, next, next person. Don't just like to receive something. Do not take it for granted. Know that if you do not return it with adding more to it, your heavenly fortune will be slanted along the way. Surely decline. That's why. Giving also important. Receiving also important. Giving and receiving, giving and receiving. I need to give more than I can get more. You know, I always saying that if you 
when you breathe, put it in and put it out. Only put it out. No, put it in, you will die. Surely you will die. That's why you need to give and receive. Of course, when you give it, do not think selfishly. Completely forget. Just purely give. And then you can receive, purely you receive. That is the universal principle. Jacob, he really practiced this way. We can learn Jacob's life course. Thank you very much.